0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 7 Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. And on today's podcast, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of our most recent virtual mastermind meeting. So we had a meeting for the 7 Figure Runway and 7 Figure Altitude members. And I'm going to let you be a fly on the wall for my opening presentation to that group. So I'm going to roll the theme music and we're going to jump right into my presentation about the six human needs and all about mindset. Is our playbook what I want to talk about is uh, something that i 've been working on recently is understanding myself and who I am and then how I can show up for others and how I actually show up for others and how I need to change and adjust the way that I show up for other people to make sure that they get what they need so like what are my needs? And then what are other people's needs? And not just in my personal relationships, like my spouse and my, my kids, but also my, my staff and my team and other people in the community and my friends. And I mean, we, I have quite a, quite a few people between the two companies that, that work with me and how I show up is really, really important. And what I think is cool is over the last month, maybe is I've been getting some feedback from some of the team members saying, Hey, something's changed a little bit with the way that you listen or the way that you show up and things like that. So I think understanding this concept has really helped me. So what I wanted to do is just spend a short period of time sharing it with you. And like anything that I don't have original thoughts in this business or anything that I do. So what I do is I go out there and I read books and I I capture information and, and study things. And as things are brought up, what I try to do is I try to kind of pare it down to say, okay, what's the application to what we do and what we need right now in our businesses? So this is not uh, unique to me. This is, uh, and a lot of you may have heard this stuff before, and I bet that some of you have, and others of you, this might be the first time that you're ever hearing it, or this might be the first time that you're ever hearing it this way. So what I wanna talk about is something that um, uh, Tony Robbins like launched on a TED Talk like in 2006, I think it was 2006, and it was these six human needs. And so, can anybody raise your hand if they've heard this before? Raise your hand if you've heard this before. Okay, the six, six human needs, like the six things that we need in our world. So, not not many hands, surprisingly. A couple of you. So, um, this is going to be really important for I think us to understand because if we don't get what we need, then what I was talking about at the beginning was that growth and contribution. We can never get there. So, like first, we have to take care of us. So, in the beginning of my. Journey in my business, I was taking care of myself, my family, getting to the point where I was comfortable and confident about where we were going, and then I could shift along my path. And it happens happened naturally, like I shifted to this impact. Like Tyler and I just sat down yesterday and we talked about impact. And we we're doing our tenth episode of the seven day flip that we're doing on YouTube is about impact and all the things that he's done with his business and his growth and things like that that he's been able to contribute back. And same with me and my companies. So. We can't get there until we take care of our needs. And I'm not talking about like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Anybody heard of that? Like, like shelter and water and food, and then you can start growing out of that stuff. Like, okay, that, this, is, this is different. This is more like personality, personality, like emotional, and then spiritual needs that we're going to talk about today. So these six human needs, I'm going to try to do my best to draw them up here on the whiteboard so you guys can see them. So let me see if I can get this like in the shot where it's close enough that you guys can see. And I would recommend you just take out a piece of paper and a pen and follow along with me. So I'll try to do my best here. Um, So the first one is these, the first four of these six needs are uh, needs of the personality. So needs of you, like the emotional needs that you have. And the first one is certainty. So I'll, I'll, I'll write it up here. Hopefully you guys see it, but certainty. So this first one, certainty. It's like you want to avoid pain and you want to be comfortable in where you're going and what you're doing, like being certain in what's happening. A lot of us, it might be financial certainty. So you might want to feel comfortable. And this, these are people that like, when you're like, certainty is your number one need. These are these are people that need like, they need to know what's going on all the time. They have checklists, to-do lists. Like you, you need to just... Avoid pain, move towards pleasure, and just be certain in what's happening. Like, I want to know what's going on today. I don't like surprises, right? So I hate surprises. I don't like surprises. And who here likes surprises? Who says, like, I love surprises. I love to be surprised. Anybody? So a couple people. Like, do you really like to be surprised or do you only like to be surprised with the stuff that you want? So we'll get there in a second, but think about that. So for me, like certainty for me is, is very important. Like, I I want to be. I look at my finances. I look at my net worth. I look at all that stuff. And until I'm certain and I'm comfortable and I'm confident that my, my kids are taken care of, my, my wife is taken care of, everything is in place, I can move away from certainty. So in the beginning, for me, this was probably the most important trait of mine was certainty. And we'll go through these, but understanding that of, of what all of these needs are and avoiding pain and being comfortable. So that's what certainty is. So certainty is like one of the first four of these emotional needs, right? And then surprisingly enough, the second one is uncertainty. And by the way, when I said that I, like certainty is, is one of the most important things to me that, and you guys can read this regular, it's, is it backwards? It's not backwards for you, is it? Okay, I think Zoom like turns it around for me, because, all right, because I look at it backwards and you guys see it regular. So certainty and uncertainty. So it seems strange, it's like I either need one or the other, right? And so when I, when I started looking at this and digging into this, trying to understand what this means, you need all four of these things. Like all four of these that I'm gonna talk to are our human needs, like the needs, not the wants, the desires, the, the things that are good to have. But certainty being like what's most important is what we're gonna talk about towards the end but certainty being comfortable, uncertainty being variety. Like I said, surprises, like you like surprises that you like. Like think about this, uncertainty in business, this is why we do what we do, is the uncertainty. What are the problems? What are the things that pop up, the unknowns, right? Without unknowns and problems, we're out of business. We don't grow. So uncertainty is important, this variety in our life and what we're doing. And if you really love surprises and you like to, you like to put, put out fires and all these problems and they more that popped up, the better, and that's what you thrive on and love, then this may be one of your top needs is uncertainty. Like you're the kind of go with the flow person. Like I show up in the morning and I, I don't wanna have a plan. I don't wanna have a checklist. I don't want to do list. I just wanna be spontaneous. And so that variety for you is important in uncertainty, right? And that's where the problems come up inside the business and what we do. So uncertainty. The example he used was, raise your hand here if you've ever watched a movie, like rented a movie, uh, downloaded a movie, went to see a movie that you already saw. Anybody seen a movie twice before? I'm assuming every hand is probably raised, right? Like why did you go see that movie again if you already knew what happened? Like you already know what happened in the movie. Why would you go watch it again? So he uses that example because he says, you're hoping that You know that you like it, so you have certainty, but you're hoping that it's been long enough that you don't remember everything that happened and you have some variety and uncertainty in it and a surprise. So that's the kind of uh, like a a easy example to see how something can be certain and uncertain at the same time. Like you know that this is a movie that you wanna watch, you're gonna go see it again. But you're so you're hoping that it's been so long that you're kind of uncertain. One movie to me is Memento. Memento is like one of my favorite movies. And I, like I I have to I have to wait like five, six years. Usual suspects is another one. I love it, but I have to wait like five or ten years before I can watch it again. Because if you know what's going on, you're like, I, I already know what's happening here. Like the ending is not the same ending as the first time that I saw it, right? So you want that element of surprise. So the next one is significance. I hope I spelled this right so somebody can check me. Can you guys, hopefully you guys can see this too. So the third one is significance. So significance is it's pretty obvious. Like we wanna feel significant. We wanna feel important. So important to others, like significant in ourselves, we want this level of appreciation of, uh, of understanding and just being significant in our role, right? So for you, it might be lots of different things. Like you want to be the leader, you want to be the boss, you want to be, um, just feel important. Grati- like feel, getting gratitude back is really important to you. Um, always the one who is answering the questions, raising the hands, sitting in the front, like just getting awards, like uh, high achiever, right? Being significant. This is, the, this is the third human need. Everybody needs to feel significant. Everyone needs to feel significant. This might not be the top human need that that person has, but everybody needs this. And the next one is love and connection. So I'm just I'm gonna put love. I got enough room. So the fourth one being love and connection. So love and connection, it could be uh, the ways that you get something like this could be prayer, friendship, relationships, things like that. You need to feel connected. This group is a great example. Like to feel connected with other people that are going through the same thing that you're going through, right? So these are the top four human needs. Like these four things we absolutely must have before we can move to these next two of more spiritual needs. So certainty, uncertainty, significance, love, and connection. So why is this stuff important? What I found out recently as I was digging into this is for me, all of these for me and and all of you right now are being met. They're being met somehow. Somehow. And if you think about this, you can probably take out your sheet of paper and pen right now and write down how they're being met. Like, how are yours being met? Yours are being met differently than mine. And what you find if in, in business, these might be being, being met in your, in your business life and you think about your personal life, your friendships, everything. Like this, there's some areas that are being met here. Like my certainty right now, I feel very good about my financial house. And that, to me, that's that certainty. Like I know, that like finances to me equal certainty, just the way it is. Like I know that if I don't have to worry about you know, putting food on the table, the shelter, all the things in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, those kind of areas of, of knowns, then I'm certain. The uncertain to me, variety, this is being met in business. Like I have constant problems, issues, struggles that are popping up, right? They're creating tons of uncertainty. So I'm getting variety. I get to do different things. I get to go work for the Navy. I get to travel around. I get to come see you guys. I get to do the podcast. I get to do all these different things. Give me a little bit of variety and uncertainty significance that i'm finding this like here like with you guys i feel like i'm significant in your world to to provide content to build this company to and i feel like i've leaned into that a lot more now in the significance now that i own the company it's becoming mine i can make some adjustments i can do those things and it's it's that's where a lot of the significance come from M- my kids like now my son is six years old and he's looking at me and he he's like saying i love you daddy and thank you and this is so fun you're the best daddy ever like That that's the kind of stuff that's giving me kind of significance. Same thing here, love and connection with you guys, with my my kids, uh, my family, that kind of stuff is giving me that love and connection. And this connection to me is, I feel like, is uh, uh, honestly more important than this kind of love for some reason. Like, I'm just not like the most romantic person in the world. Uh, I'm pretty, like, I'm so in this certain checklist kind of person that I'm not the most spontaneous, romantic person. So like connection is more important to me. Like how, how do I connect with other people? I connect with them through things like this, like these events, these meetings. Uh, every Friday when we go to the Mexican restaurant, I'm connecting with my family, like those kind of things. So then you can move on to the next two. But what you have to understand is that, let's, let's, talk, about a, um, let's talk about in business. If business is some of the things that you're getting these from, this might be why you're so addicted to working at your business. If your family and your personal life or your friends are where you get the majority of these things from, it's probably why you're so addicted. So the next thing he says, if, if you get two of these things from any like, activity or action, that's where that addiction type thing comes from. So if you're getting connection and uncertainty and significance, I think three of them from business, from your work, you are, you are addicted to work and you love it. Like You will be there all the time. So the challenge, and some of the stuff that we're gonna talk about tonight, the challenge you see is actually pulling yourself away from that to be with your family, to do all those things, to disconnect from that. So all the struggles that you have in your business and your personal life can likely be found in these four things somewhere. And where you say, okay, my, um, let's see, uh, Chad, uh, Chad Lindell is not on this, on this call because he's out on a boat or something or a sea or he's doing something, right? Like, he, he, and I'm going to use him as his, him as an example because he really loves to do that stuff. Like we're talking to Andy and Becca about this, and he he probably gets a lot of this stuff from what he's doing today, right? And what he's saying is, okay, that there's a lot of variety in there. I'm feeling significant. I'm getting connected. I feel certain that this is going to be fun, and I'm going to get something out of it. Like, and so he's saying, okay, this is really really important to me, so I can't say no. So when we think about like where we put all of these activities and things that we're doing and where we're spending our time, a lot of it comes down to this. So you, you can probably take a self stock of this after this presentation, obviously, of where you sit. You probably in your mind, you're thinking about these things right now. But what I've realized recently is in my relationship with my spouse and my family, I'm finding a lot of, of things in here that I need to get from them that I'm currently getting from business. And because here's the, here's the big thing, the big takeaway that I found. If you're not getting it from somewhere, you're gonna get it from somewhere else. So let's think about what I just said. If you're not getting these things fulfilled from somewhere, you're gonna get them somewhere else. So if, you're, if business for you is not giving you some of these things, you're not going to be as involved and as like excited and filled up from what you're doing. If your family or relationships are not giving you some of these things, you're gonna go look somewhere else. And some people it's very bad places like Alcohol and drugs and addiction and stuff like that. And for others, it's uh, I'm maybe like you're going to lean into work a lot more than leaning into the family, and and it can you can go down that path to start kind of filling up on this stuff. So it, there's I'm going to give you guys a tool after this that I think is going to be helpful because I took this assessment last night and I'm going to share my assessment at, at the end and you guys are going to probably laugh and say yeah it's totally 100 percent true and it was very eye opening for me. So. To move on from here, and so these are those first four. Maybe I should use a different color or something. So the next one that we have here is as we move out of these, so we have all of these things, right? Certainty, uncertainty, significance, love, and connection. And most people start here. They start here, and these are the most important things for them because they're not filled up in habit. And then you get into the next one of growth. So let's see how I'm going to do this. hard on us lefties all the time. So growth is the next one. So this area, these next two, these are when fulfillment happens. This is where fulfillment lives. Like I feel fulfilled. I feel like I am like bettering society. I am changing the world. And this is where a lot of people want to get to, right? You want to get to that fulfillment side of where you're going in your life. So growth and contribution is the next one. So growth and contribution being the last two. And obviously contribution is, this is beyond yourself. Like these are getting beyond yourself. And so you've got these first four and you can't get here until you've mastered these. Like once you feel fulfilled in this area, you have these four met, these needs met, you're not gonna move into fulfillment and growth and contribution. A lot of people try to go to, to growth and contribution without being like mastering these areas. And, but this like you, you will find these regardless, like these are coming from somewhere. So I think the self assessment that you need to do is say, where are these coming from? Is it healthy or unhealthy? And what kind of balance needs to happen? So in the relationships, like and how I show up with with other people now, what I'm realizing is if I can determine that somebody needs significance more than they need certainty and uncertainty and, and love and connection, they need significance, then these are the people that work for you that just need like a pat on the back or they need uh, a, a verbal like um, good job in front of the rest of the team. You know, they need this, now you know those people, you, you, like, you guys have some of those people in your business or in your life, they just need like one, one attaboy will fuel them for like a week and they'll be on cloud nine, right? They probably need that significance. So the people that need to be around other folks, they need to feel connected. They need to be in person. They need to uh, give hugs and uh, by the water cooler. These are like the, the high eyes, right, on the disc or the bees on the culture. Like these people need love and connection, and that's their number one need. And if they can determine the number one or number two, that's like the top two, then they can know you can know who they are and how how they develop. And the same thing, if you need variety and like problems, as a person who's like always just. All over the place, creating problems just to solve them, things like that. They want more uncertainty. They, these are the folks who, like, during the coronavirus time, if this is you and the certainty is your number one, you're like, I don't like the way this feels. This feels very uncomfortable. I'm not sure what's gonna happen. I, I don't like this. It's, I don't know what's happening next week or next month or next year. Um, or you're getting ready to go to move houses, like, move from city to city, and you're like, I don't wanna do that. This is not, I'm looking at you, Joe. You're like, Totally here, like, oh, we can move from Alaska, drive around the country and do whatever. Like, I want this variety. I want this stuff, right? Most people are like, oh, what are you doing? You're doing what? You're gonna move from Alaska, drive all around, live out, live all over, and then you're gonna move to Boise. Like, what are you talking about? That's, and you're like, this is gonna be the most fun thing ever. And these certain people are like, this is like Kyle, okay? I watch Kyle go into the coronavirus and then move from um, California to Tennessee. Like, he, ne- he needs certainty. He needs like, I'm going to do this. This is my thing. This is my box. So if you understand that, you can, (laughs) I'm freaking out now. So you can understand that, um, how, how you can show up for other people and how you show up, like, what are the things that you need and understand that people think differently than you, because right now, what you're about to see is you're about to see the assessment that I took and how I live right here. And when I live right here, I'm showing up differently for the people that are living right here, trying to get these needs met and understand and, and be focused here. So if somebody's focused on. Uh, certainty and significance, and I'm focused on growth and contribution, or somebody needs love and connection, I need to show up differently to those people with love and connection. And what I'm finding in this assessment, which you're about to see in a second, is when you live down here, the problem is what you need is growth, and, you, and I need, what I need is growth, and I need contribution. And so I'm, when I'm trying to contribute to somebody else, and they're not, they don't want it, or they're not listening to me, or they're not interested in letting me contribute to them and their growth, it's hard for me because I want to contribute. I want to be part of their life. I want to be let in, you know, and they might not want to let me in or they might not want to grow or not want to contribute. And that's where, that's where we, we hit this kind of um, problem. And so I need to show up a little bit different. So hopefully this, this stuff was a little bit helpful. Um, these four needs, I think the most, most interesting thing to me was that these, these are gonna be met somewhere regardless. And Tony Robbins said two of these, like when you take two of them, you become addicted. Three of them is really bad and four of them is when it gets out of control. And the example that he used with all four of these is if I took a gun to your if I I went down to your office and I took a gun and I put it to your head. Are you pretty certain that this is a serious issue? Like this is going to be a something's going on here, this is an issue. You're certain. Are you uncertain about what's the outcome of this? Like what's going to happen? There's a lot of variety and uncertainty and there's a major problem there, right? And am I significant to you in your life right now? I just as you're walking to your car from your office, I came up to you and just put a gun to your head. I'm pretty significant, right? And then do we have a connection? Do we have a connection right now? Like, am I memorable to you, significant? And do we have a, like, a very tight connection right now? Yes. So all four needs for violence are met. And so this is why violence is so predominant in our world, because all, it meets all four of the human needs of that person holding the gun. And so once they pick one up and they feel that, they feel this power. And he talked about how you know most men live in this like significance world. This is most of the men here, and most of the women are in the love and connection side. Most men, they feel significant when they're powerful over other people and controlling. And that's why violence is so predominant. It's talked about how most terrorists are men because of a lot of these things. And just seeing that the significance drives them in the beginning to need that. It's the easiest way to become significant is to use violence. So. A lot of things in here, but for me, what it did was it made me show show up differently in my relationships with my with my family and my team. So here's what I want to do real quick. I'm going to share my results of this survey. I had it up. Let me make sure I still have it here. And I'll give you guys. Here it is. So I'll read it. We can read it together and then I'll give you guys uh, the, um, the place to go to, to do it. I don't want you to do it now or today, but I do no. want you to take it. Yeah. Does he talk about like attempting to evaluate uh, moving towards one or more of those categories? Or is it more just a take, take a acknowledgement of where you are within each one? Yeah. So what I would do right now, like I'll talk about next steps for you guys, where you are and what I would recommend because this assessment I think is really powerful. And so if I took stock in where I was five years ago, it would probably be like certainty and significance would probably be my top two needs. Or maybe at that time it was um, significance and uncertainty or something. Like the only reason I'm down here in growth contribution now is because I feel like I have my financial house in order. Like this was always my number one. And the fact that it's not number one now, and it's actually surprisingly now, and what you guys are about to see is this is my lowest human need right now is certainty where I'm the checklist guy. I'm the, I need to know what's gonna happen. I'm the planner, right? But I feel so comfortable with where I am right now that this is my lowest human need that I'm showing up as. Like, I just don't think it's like, I've moved, that's moved off of my radar. So we are evolving over time as things go. I'm I'm, I'm probably getting, I'm getting enough of this that it's not being highlighted on what I see. Like I'm not getting enough of this growth and contribution and this is where I'm focused. So it's, and that's where your energy is gonna go to. So we'll talk about it at the end, Matt, when I show you this. And then I think I'll talk about some next steps if you guys have any questions. So let me share my screen real quick and I'll show you my results of my assessment. So if you look here, let me get you guys back on the screen. Okay, Um, so these are my results. So you can see my top one is contribution 140 out of 150. So here's my results, and here's like I guess the average of people that have taken this on the site. So contribution 140 and growth 135. So what what Tony recommended on some of the stuff that I just listened to and studied was find your top two. Like these top two are really where you're focused right now. These top two things, and these are the needs that need to be uh, that you need to be filled to start filling up, right? And so are you in the are you in the emotional side or are you in the um, kind of spiritual side? And where are you in your journey? So growth and contribution are my two. They just happen to be, and I, it makes sense. I'm at that point now in my life where I feel like growth and contribution are probably the two most important things that I can provide and that I need. And then I have significance as the next one, which makes sense to me. Like I always I show up, like I, the gratitude and appreciation is so important for me to give, but also to receive. Like is, significance is important to me. If you said, what of these needs are most important to you? I would say probably significance. Like I want to, I want to leave. A, um, I, I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave a stamp on the things that I do. I want to be significant in this world. And then um, uncertainty and variety makes sense. Like I love problems. I love to uh, figure out how to solve them. I like to. I don't love surprises, but when they pop up, I love to spring into action. Like I don't love surprises of like because I still I still want that certainty. Like I love. Like he said, I love the surprises that I want. But my, my, what I hate about surprises is that I'm afraid of what my reaction is going to be if I don't like it. You know, I don't like to, I don't know. It's if I feel like maybe it makes me feel a little bit insignificant, like I'm not in control and I'm not doing anything. So then love and connection and then certainty. So, uh, so let's read this. So contribution and you guys probably, a lot of you know me well enough to say this is, this is true or false. So your beliefs Life is incomplete without the sense that one is making a contribution to others or to a cause. I have to go beyond my own needs and give to others. I want to give back and leave a mark on the world. How this belief serves you. By focusing on something beyond myself, most of my problems and sources of pain become less significant. I get certainty because I know that there is always a way to contribute. So my certainty is coming from the contribution that I get. Like I know that I'm always able to contribute to you guys. So I'm certain in the fact that when I show up, I'm gonna be able to get, like, do this contribution and have certainty. I have variety because there are many different ways of making a contribution. I have significance because I know I'm helping others. The spiritual bond that develops by me helping others gives me a sense of connection. I grow and develop by helping others. So being able to contribute fills up these other human needs that I have in those ways. So I'm getting my, since my contribution is here with you guys, this is where I feel like I get most of my human needs met. So I'm sure you can see where that can be a problem as we get down to the bottom of this sheet. And I'll start talking about like my family and the connection that I have with, with uh, my spouse and other things like that. So the principles you might lose sight of. I lose sight of the fact that charity begins at home. I care for so many people or for such an important cause that I sometimes neglect taking care of myself and my loved ones. So you can see where you can start getting into a negative side of some of this stuff if you're not careful. The consequences of losing sight. A consequence is that my physical, emotion, or spiritual health may suffer. I sometimes neglect my personal relationships, and people can become resentful of the time and energy I put into a cause. So, um, some of you don't know me that well to know that this is a problem for me. Like, I will put all of my effort and energy and things like that into a cause where I'm feeling like I'm getting growth and contribution. And it, I may need to direct more of that energy over to my family and my spouse and things like that. And so, realizing this, this is a big eye opening thing for me. Character. Uh, So I'm running a little bit out of time. We can go through some of this. My focus is on the world, a cause, how to help others and contribute. I'm energetically focused outward to the point that I can exhaust myself. This is true. I will get sick. I will spend like the times that I spend at Flip Hacking Live where I'm up till 12 o'clock. I'm up the next morning at 5 a.m. preparing and I do that for five days in a row. I come out of there just like, I don't take care of myself. I'm not getting enough sleep. I usually leave there, get sick. Um, Some of you guys may feel like that if contribution is driving you. Uh, I would like to stay healthy, but my need to contribute may drive me to neg- neglect myself. Um, I avoid being weak, dependent, and powerless. Uh, I don't wanna lose respect to the people I care about. I'm brave, persistent, generous, and assertive. Uh, I'm energetic and firm, but can be seen as controlling and disregarding of other opinions. 100% true. Like I have been told a lot of times that I come off controlling. And you're about to see another word that um, I actually heard Becca call me uh, before. It's not, it's not horrible, I don't think, but the word is intense. Uh, you can come off intense and so words that i use frequently are ideals justice the cause fairness compassion and giving stress i can overexert myself and suffer from fatigue injustice stresses me it's difficult for me to restrain myself from being confrontational in the face of unfairness i become defensive with people who try to control me and with people that are deceitful i'm defensive when people are indifferent to important causes and ideals Uh, i'm enthusiastic and outgoing but i can become angry and confrontational true like I know that I can, I have to control my emotions a lot. I, I have very easy triggers on things. So um, my goal. So here's where, here's where um, I can work on, right? My goal is to find a balance between taking care of myself, my loved ones, and my need to contribute to the larger good. What I need to do, I need to notice that I come across as too intense. I need to take care of myself and I need to take care of my relationships. So there's the word intense. So uh, I think she was like, you're just kind of like intense sometimes. And it's true. Like, I, I, and, I saw, I actually saw, uh, maybe it was Shannon, maybe as you were on a thread with some other people and maybe Tanya was, and I was like, yeah, maybe as you guys too that use that word, And they're like, no, it's just like kind of intense. And I took that as like a compliment. So sometimes too, in, I can come off too intense and not, um, people can't relate, right? They can't relate to, to who I am and what I, what I do and, and how to get from where they are to where, where they might wanna go. So uh, what I need to do, I need, uh, oh, okay. What interferes with my goal? Contribution satisfies all my needs at such a high level that I often ignore my own needs and neglect myself and others. My lifestyle can lead to exhaustion. My need to always be strong and deny my vulnerability interferes with my goal. How can others can support me? So the reason I'm doing this is so you guys can support me, right? Others can encourage me to take care of myself and to express my vulnerabilities. They can stand their ground in expressing what they need from me in terms of attention and energy. Can you see how this would be important for me to to talk about with my staff? and my team and to get to know this and and them because I can say, hey guys, I need you to help me in this. Like the more that I can know myself and and work with them on how they can hold me accountable to become a better person and to become a better leader and a better owner and a better manager, then I, and and being able, like for us, the hard thing for us is to to read this and say, that is me, that is me, that is me and not push back and say, oh, that's a bunch of crap, right? I think all of us here on this call understand that the, the growth and the development that we're doing is important. So I think we'll take a lot of this as truth. There might be some things that are a little bit off, but um, here's here's the big kicker for me. So your human need for contribution followed by growth. So these are the two that he's talking about together. And this is the big kicker that was the aha moment for me yesterday. I might have trouble with those I love because they may feel that my need for growth and to, to grow and to contribute is more important to me than they are. They might feel neglected and resentful. This conflict can be resolved if my need for growth and contribution includes contributing to those I love and helping them to grow in the ways that they want to grow. I might have conflicts with my spouse or partner if I want him or her to value growth and contribution in the same way I do. And I do have conflict with my spouse because of that. Like I want her to develop and grow the way that I am, that I'm doing. It's not fair. It's not fair to show up that way. And she has different human needs than I have. When I understand those, I'm able to then contribute to her human needs. And if I can, if I can contribute to that, because contribution is my, is my highest, right? If she allows me to contribute there, then I know that I'll get the the needs that I need met because I'm contributing to her growth in those areas that she needs. Same thing with any person that I have on my team, any person that I have here in the mastermind group, anybody that's around me, if I can figure out what their needs are, and then I can figure out knowing myself how to contribute to them, then it's, really it it can be really powerful for how we can lead and develop our team and our staff and that's the true like like when we can master that and grow ourselves like some of us don't have a team you might not have a team you might but you have a spouse you have a significant other you have a friendship you have a relationship you have all this stuff and that's what it is like if you can figure out where you land on here what your top two are how and how they can be um, working with other people then like i know that in my company, Blackjack, I only show up once a week. I'm sorry, once a month. Once, I show up once a month to the team. And when I show up, what I try to do is I try to contribute. Like I try to uh, do a financial um, class with them. And the people that show up, like I love it because they, I feel like I'm contributing to their, their growth financially and becoming financially independent. And they ask me questions and I can give. Same thing here. So um, when you know that and where you land, I think it's, uh, I think it's powerful. So I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna copy and paste this link into the chat, and so here's what's gonna happen, guys. I am driving. Uh, I'm driving all of you to some other dudes like Funnel, some other guy. I I don't know who this guy is. This is not Tony Robbins. By the way, I took the 10 question thing on Tony Robbins's uh, website. It's um, it's it's just uh, this. I did. I went through. I spent like two hours last night going through like a ton of these. And so let me go through like. I, and this is what I found that I think not just like I didn't not just that I liked what it said. The fact that it was as in, uh, if involved as it is. I have no idea who this guy is or what he's gonna sell you once you get on his email list. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. But normally I would say like, don't, don't put a real email address in, but I got, I got a sheet, for, so it's like, it's like uh, put in a fake email address that says get your, um, get your results. So I got the results, but then, um, but then they, sent a, they sent this detailed description via email. So I'd say put in like, I don't know, your junk email. You guys all have one. I know that you do. It's probably the one you gave me. Um, all right. So here it is. I think that will get you there. I don't know who this SF Walker guy is, but it is definitely the, um, the most extensive best one that, that I saw. So use that link. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's pretty cool, pretty powerful. So mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I just upped that guy's email list, maybe like 50 or 60 people. So, would, um, would it be cool to see people post their results too, in the runway group. To share if you're willing to share i think it's luke skywalker so um no it's like i don't know it's some it's pretty funny i watched the video and he says the video it's not even sf walker it's like some other name so i don't know what the deal is um so go through it it takes it takes a little bit there's six different sections don't overthink the questions it's just like a personality profile assessment and stuff so um that's that's really what i've got for you guys i think um hopefully it was helpful i think that um this is the biggest thing that we can try to understand and figure out is Um, it's not like the tactics and techniques of how to market and how to find things, but if you can master, um, you know, your emotional, physical, spiritual state and self, then the way that you show up and lead your people, believe me, that will make you more money than anything that I could possibly teach you in the marketing world or the sales world or any of that stuff. Like, um, without that foundation, um, you're constantly going to be going like relationship. It's a relationship business. All this stuff will be helpful. Like if you could walk in stuff that Chad's about to talk about. If you can walk into a seller and figure out what human needs they need to, to be met by that conversation and selling their house, you're, you have a huge leg up in that conversation. And pretty easily, you might be able to determine that they need certainty or uncertainty or significance or, or loving and connection. And they just want, so you know those people. They just want to sit down with you and have a cup of coffee for an hour before you even start talking. Uh, like they, need, they might just need connection and be fulfilled in that. And if you can give that to them, then you're likely to get the deal. Um, same thing in all of the stuff. So it's very rare that someone that you show up to their house to buy their house is living in the growth and, uh, and um, contribution type world right now. They're probably, they, they probably need certainty. A lot of those folks do, and it might be financial certainty and things. So you can put them in these different buckets and use it. Um, but use this, use this skill and technique for good, please, not for evil. So that's my only request after this. Um, if you guys promise me, everybody can promise me you'll use it for good. Uh, okay, cool. And Chad should probably say the same thing about the techniques he's about to share with you. So um, good stuff. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that behind the scenes sneak peek of what a mastermind is like for us in the seven figure runway and seven figure altitude groups. So I gave that presentation to both groups at different times, slightly different. That was the seven figure runway presentation that I gave. And I think it was really a wake up call for a lot of people to start looking inward and understand that we can only control ourselves. We can control what we can control. We can't control other people's decisions. We can't control other people's uh, lives. We can only control how we show up. And it's so important in business and in life. And I'm using this in my personal life as well as my business life right now. It's really helping me think about things that way using those six human needs. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. If you've never heard that before, I encourage you to dive in and start figuring out how you show up and what your needs are and how you can start meeting them and start showing up the right way. So uh, if you guys are interested in becoming a member of our mastermind group, the Seven Figure Altitude group is always open. You can go to sevenfigurealtitude.com and you can put in an application. And if you wanna check out the Seven Figure Runway, you can go to sevenfigurerunway.com and check it out. It's closed right now, but it'll be opening up at Flip Hacking Live. And that reminds me, you guys know Flip Hacking Live, we're going virtual this year. Um, all of the stuff that happened with COVID 19 is pushing us that direction, and we're fully committed, going full for, full force into this. We are all in and planning. We just got out of our EOS planning session, and Flip Hacking Live this year is going to be absolutely amazing. You can still go to FlipHackingLive.com, grab your tickets. Don't miss out on this amazing event that we're going to bring right to you. We're going to be building out a studio in North Carolina. We're going to be setting it up just for us. We're going to be providing a a three-day event from stage that we're going to be sending out to you guys wherever you are, in your home, on your couch, in your living room, on your big screen TV, wherever it is. So I'm really excited about this. You can go to flippackinglive.com and check it out. And again, if you want to jump in, see if you're a good fit for our mastermind, you can go to 7 I'll see you guys next time. Life is changing. Your business is changing. Everything's changing. There's only one option that we have. We have to pivot. We have to make a change. We have to go in a different direction. Flip Hacking Live is evolving. We're changing, we're adapting, we're adjusting into this new opportunity. This virtual experience is going to be jam-packed with tips, strategies, techniques, the same great speakers, breakout sessions, networking opportunities that you would typically see at a live event in person. But we are able to come into your home, wherever you are, into your office. This is an amazing opportunity that you cannot afford to miss.